are go for liftoff in T minus 30. Hit the record button. Well, if you want to share it, because this is going to be on my podcast. Yeah, this song is going to be. This is called uh, "Mr. Crossing Is Back." Tell me if you can hear it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> turn it down. Very most attractive. Can you hear it? Put your hands to this one's out. Very loud. Hey, they call me Mr. Crossing. Very loud. What about now? Mr. Crossing is back. Yeah, Mr. Crossing. Hey. All right. I'm going to save that. I'm going to cut it to the end. I'm going to put that at the end because. Okay. Okay, yeah, you know, just something that, you know, I've been working on, you know. Yeah, so, hey, welcome, welcome to Italo's Black Tag Radio. This is Italo speaking, and I already, you already seen him, you already, you already heard him. Yes. Mr. Crossing is back. Yes, yes, yes. And the question, the, the question that you got today on your live was, back from where? Well, you know, and what I say that for is because, you know, I believe uh, in reincarnation to a certain degree, right? So I've been doing, I've been doing music uh, almost, almost, I would say 15 years, 15 years, right? Just serious, but I haven't always been doing it as Mr. Crossing, right? I had a different alias at the time and I took a break, but You know, during that break, I kind of learned a lot more about myself. I had a little bit of a spiritual awakening in a way. And, you know, uh, I then got back into music again. And, you know, my name now, Mr. Crossing, is, is what I re represent, right? Yeah. And that that's kind of why I say Mr. Crossing is back, because, you know, it's a reincarnation. It's a rebirth uh, of me, myself. That's a good um, introduction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You didn't, you didn't know who I was, but people. There's some people who know who I am, and you know they're like, "Where did he go?" And if they ever come across me again, some have. I'm back, but I'm back as Mr. Crossing. Now, in your in your incarnation, in your new uh, body that you have. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because, I you know the style that I do. I in the music that I make, uh, you won't hear uh, any of those. You know, especially because I do rap music, you're not going to hear a lot of those derogatory terms, right? The N word, the B word, you know, references to crime and things like that. Stuff that I, uh, I'm familiar with, but, you know, the way I write my songs now um, is strictly for entertainment. And, it, and I try to make it something that uh, even kids can listen to now. Okay. Right. So yeah, that's, that's that's the that's the origin origin of hip hop, right? I mean, yeah, it used to be about storytelling, and it used to be about more more about the culture, more about what's happening around um, the neighborhood. You know, what's yeah. what's going on in my hood? What's going right. on in your hood? Right. It right. wasn't about it wasn't about um, the derogatory terms or cussing somebody out or no. when no. did it change? Uh, you know, I'm not the expert on it, but I would just say, you know, I've been a fan of hip hop. So when I talk about it, I just talk about it from like my experience. Right. Um, I would say, you know, the birth of it 
it was it was very exciting you know like you said it started out just kind of being you know fun and you know something people did on the side especially the generation that was young at the time but then I would say during the 90s is when it kind of got sensationalized and the crime element was brought into it and again because it was new uh, I think it still maintained that uh, that appeal to a lot of people but um, I would say around early 90s, it started to kind of blend with crime and then it went on and started bringing in all the other elements, over-sexualizing it. And again, I enjoyed it. I was a consumer of the, of the content at the time, so I enjoyed it. But, you know, now that I'm older, you know, I just can't, I can't actually live that lifestyle at all. The music that I'm hearing today, nothing against it, but uh, just everything that I got going on in my real life, um, a lot of the stuff that they're singing, they're rapping about or singing about is just stuff I can't personally indulge in because I'm not at that phase of my life anymore. I mean, and then we're talking about in general that uh, in particularly hip hop, right? Yeah. I, I myself, I'm so as, as you know, I've, I've told this story before. So for those that are listening to my podcast, they're already like, here we go again. With yeah, yeah, story. yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's our first time talking, you and I. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> but I told you before that I grew up in Peru. I didn't grow up in, in the in the U.S. Mm -hmm. I was born in L.A. <clears throat> um, yeah. back in '72. Anyhow, but I grew up around um, Peruvian culture, Peruvian people, oh, and I, when I came back in '92. Now, remember, 92 was the riots. I came right after the riots, right? Right, right, right. Um, anyhow, um, I, was, I was introduced to hip-hop, but the hip-hop that I, I was introduced to at the time was Arista Development. Um, back then, it was Fuji's. Um, I got into... Um, yeah, I got, a, I got into a few uh, uh, stuff that was on the radio. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. more of a rock, rock, rock person. Classic. Oh, classic you rock were in rock. Yeah, but I still appreciate all kinds of music. Right. Um, but then when the uh, the gangster gangster uh, rap came rap, about, yeah. I I could I couldn't. <laughs> now, now I pre I appreciate it now to be honest with you. But right. back then I was like, okay, what what's not okay? Well. Uh, <laughs> Tupac too. Uh, even even though now he's revered as Tupac, yeah, I didn't really care for Tupac. Right. <laughs> really yeah. I'm sorry, Tupac fans. Right, right, right. I wasn't one of them. But... Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, what would I say? He was pretty divisive at his time. I I actually I actually was a pretty big Tupac fan, uh, and I listened to a couple of big uh, Biggie's albums, and you know. And I was in that beef, but you know, you look back at it again. You know, now that I'm older, uh, I have a different understanding of like what he was dealing with, and you know, I wish that in certain ways, I wish in certain ways that uh, he he was around enough uh, enough positive people to help him stick to uh, being able to carry his message. Right? I think he got off track quite a bit. Yeah, but so having said that, having said all of that right how did your music change or how how you know what i'm saying like did it always start the same or did it change after a while and that's why you you went out and then came back how yeah uh, well initially when it started right uh i kind of came in and i would say i did a lot of what people would call christian hip-hop and that was just because that was all I knew, right? Uh, and I didn't want my 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 uh, family to be upset with me, but they were like my first fans, so I had to win them over with my ability to, uh, you know, use the Bible and come up with certain things that are like creative to say, right? I'd say, "Look, son, I roll with nothing but Bible scriptures. I spit a verse at you. You won't know what hit you." These women be over me, trying to commit sins, trying to break me down, have me run up in. They behind like a lion. Now I'm a white boy, but I know the devil won't steal my drug. Ain't gonna be none of that. Sassin and Delilah or me tasting none of that. Hell, hot fire. So it was just stuff like that. And my mom, my grandmother, aunts and uncles, 
as long as I wasn't using profanity or anything like that, they enjoyed it, right? Mm. But then, uh, you know, as I kind of grew and got better at what I was doing, uh, I realized that I wanted to try to get out and do mainstream hip hop music. So I gravitated towards, you know, what they call trap music now, right? So Two Chains, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jeezy, Future, all of these other artists. Uh, and I started making music along that line. And I was fair, I was really good at it, you know. Um, I, I did concerts with like uh, Machine Gun Kelly, he's a rapper, uh, Pusha T. Uh, I've done concerts with him. Uh, who else? There's a couple of them out here in the Bay Area. Uh, but we oh, were back then. What back then? What was your name? Your, your stage name? Uh, it was under um, New Hot Fire. So I was. I went as the the general three stacks. You know, or three stacks, right? And so, you know, we and we did. We had a, a great run. I did a lot of the music um, with my brother, uh, who who I would argue is probably more talented than I am uh, lyric. He has a better voice than I do. Uh, I think he rides the beat better than I do. So I'm, you know, but ultimately, uh, you know, when I, when we kind of disbanded and like I said, took that hiatus, uh, that's when I kind of reflected on like my growth and decided, you know, the new brand that I'm going to create uh, should be uh, a brand that reflects more of where I'm at now and can be more engaging for a lot of different people, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm Well, so that was in the in the Bay Area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Francisco or, or Oakland. Uh, Oakland? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, Oakland. But we did shows in San Francisco. We, we all throughout the Bay Area, and a couple of times we went out to uh, L.A., right? Yeah. You know. Uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, we did a couple of venues out there. Uh, and again, but which which venues? I'm curious now because they were, I, small, now I know. they were small ones. We linked up with like this uh, promotion company. I think it was called Sean Healy or something. And so they would just randomly, and these would be like regular nightclubs. These weren't like you know huge. And we would just be aligned with up and coming artists or like artists who've already peaked and are just kind of still doing shows in weird spaces. That's kind of how we were. Uh, able to kind of get some notoriety about what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, because I I started in the uh, the open mics. Um, yeah, we started there too. <clears throat> yeah, that's why I was asking, like, which one? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, not there, not in LA. A lot of the open mics that we did were like out here. There's a place called like Dorsey Locker, or what was the other one? Shoot, it's been a while, but yeah, actually, before it was rapping, it was just going out there with a poem, you know, and trying to read it and get that confidence up, you know? Um, yeah. That was... The, that's the way everybody should start, you know, because um, I see people, you know, going to American Idol or, well, that's old now, but yeah. X Factor or what is the new thing now, the uh, the Avatar one. Oh, really? See, so the voice and those kind of shows, and it's yeah. like, you haven't if you haven't gone through that process of like building up your confidence, it'll, it, it'll show. Yeah. You know, you look at all of these entertainers now that are actually successful, you know, it's no, to me, I can look at it and see like, wow, they've put a lot of hours into being very, very confident on stage, memorizing their lyrics, memorizing their timing and what, what, what things to hit on stage, you know, so it's nothing, mm-hmm. That I think an amateur should just say to himself, you know, I could do what they do or I could do it better. No, you can't. No. Very, very experience. Because yeah. I, I was um, doing a hosting too. I was uh, open my host. Oh, wow. Uh, but before that, I, I was, I didn't have stage fright, but I was just, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't um, out of the closet as a poet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So no, did you did you go by your real name or did you have a a, a different name? I went by my real name, but uh, now now I actually um, I'm embracing Italo. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you come up with that? I'm curious. Um, it's a long story. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I thought it, I mean, hey, it's a long story because um, I'm not really sure how it started, but I always liked the name. Oh. But it, it's there's something that I, I discovered very recently. Um, 
that made me realize is somebody's name. <laughs> and uh, anyways, that's all I'm going to say for now. Oh, I'm, I'm still I thought in the it had something to do with Italy. It has nothing to do with Italy? No, it's actually my spirit. My spirit. Oh. Uh, my spirit. My, my f- anyways, yeah, I'll you tell can, you later. <laughs> yeah, you can tell me later. I, I, For the most part, I saw your name and I'm like, Oh, okay. It must have something to do with him being uh, Italian or something. But you keep saying, yeah, that Peru. too. That that had to do with it too. But because um, my family, even though they're Peruvian, they always hang on to their Italian uh, roots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So you like Italian food still? I'm sorry. Yeah. You still I like, like Italian good, food? Good, good. Yeah. And Peruvian food, and yeah, you know, Peru, true. Peru has like I was telling you. They have Chinese food in Peru, and this is really it's a few it's a fusion. It's not really um, it's not like Panda Express or anything like right, that. Right, right, right. It's, it's very it's a combination of Peruvian food and, and, and Chinese Chinese food. Uh, there's Japanese people in Peru. There's wow. uh, African there's African people in Peru. Wow, you yeah. would never think that, right? Most again, that's probably one of the downsides of being in America is. Uh, you don't have this realistic understanding of all these other countries out there. Yeah, and, that, and actually, I think that was a conversation we were having in your, because I'm talking about your uh, TikTok live. Yeah. Um, the, ta- this, the conversation we had uh, with, uh, what's his name? The guy from Canada. He's, he was, he, he's. Oh, the well, brown Indian guy? Yeah, that, okay. that's it. It was interesting to hear him because they were questioning him like and that was his so, name for those who are hearing hearing me say brown indian yeah we're not that making that up <laughs> <laughs> and besides this is my channel we can say whatever you want okay. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mute you or i'm not gonna <laughs> silence you or censor you at all all right yeah I you can let it all out yeah you know, yeah yeah <laughs> well, you know, I appreciate that, but you know, for the people who know me, you know, I don't want them to think like, you know, I don't, you know, I know I'm I, being insensitive or, you know, stereotypical, yeah. right? So, because that that's out there, that element is out there. Well, let, let's speak about that because you were talking about your your brand, yeah. Um, but let me let me let me first this let me first say what I was going to say about this guy from uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. His heritage is Indian, okay. From in, from India, not just. And then, so he was questioned, "Where are you from?" And he says, "Canada." But they still wanted to know more, so they asked him, "Like, so your parents are Canadian too?" And yeah, that, really that question it. alone, that question alone is like so triggering because it's like that's none of your business. First off. But I know what you're trying to get to because he he looks Indian, right? And he had an accent, right? Just like me when I came back, to, uh, you know, when I came to the U.S. and back or came back to the U.S. Right, right, right. They were always questioning me, like, "So where are you from?" I'm like, "From L.A., from the Valley, from L.A., you know, or right, right, right. where I live here, or there." No, right. but where are you from? I already told you. Like, how many more times do you want me to tell you? But I mean. And but this is why you know, uh, and it happened today when we were talking, right? Someone was saying something along the lines of, you know, how could you ask that question? It's intrusive, and you know, this is what I'm trying to help people understand, right? Unfortunately, the world is the way it is, and what I mean by that is, yes, I've been in the place of ignorance, and I still think I am, right? I'm not the most smartest guy out there, right? And sometimes you have to ask obvious questions because your ignorance, you know, you're ignorant of it. This this particular person, I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they must not have ever experienced anything like that in their life. And to me, that's the most shocking part, right? Like, how is it that, you know, we're in 2022, how is it that you've never seen a Canadian of color? You know, like, where's your mind? Where's your mind been? <laughs> That's kind of the thing that I have to keep in mind. But, you know, I've asked questions like that before, but it's, I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. And like I told you, I, I used to think all Hispanic people were Mexicans at one point because that's how I was raised. 
that's how the world was in, in the community I grew up in. Some pe- somebody asked me, he's like, so what part of Mexico are you from? I'm like, Peru. Yeah. They're like, wow, I never heard of Peru, Mexico. Yeah, well, is that, where is that in Mexico? Like, yeah. <laughs> South right. of Mexico? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it's really going on out here. I mean, and this is one of the things I say about, you know, living in the Bay Area or, or any metropolitan city. It, we're in a bubble, right? But the rest of the country, they are very, very isolated from what's really going on uh, in, in America and the rest of the world. Just like I was, just like I was ignorant about uh, racism in America when I oh, came. Really? Yeah, because you know, being in being in Peru and, and watching movies about the, you know, if you have the Arnold Schwarzenegger and then you have the Tom Cruises and you have the Bruce Willis. Oh, I'm talking about 70s, 80s. Um, I grew up thinking that was it was just like that. It was just like you know. Um, one one thing I want to share little a little story. I'm always talking about dreams because dreams mean a lot to me right now. Okay. And there was a dream that I had when I was leaving Peru, where I um, it was like I don't know if you ever heard of the song "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." So that I've never song, heard of that song. I've never heard of it. Okay, that's from the Beatles. Which is, okay. I'm, the Beatles I'm a Beatles fan. Anyhow, okay. it's a psychedelic kind of song mm-hmm. um and so i was i was i pic- picture yourself in this um picture yourself in this luscious prairie nice uh nice prairie right and then in the distance in the prairie you see this this nice looking mansion so i was looking at the mansion so i started heading to the mansion and then suddenly i looked down and I noticed, I'm like, wait a minute. And I, and I grabbed, I grabbed the, the ground and it was all ash. Wow. It was, just, it was just ash, right? Wow. And I was looking at my finger, I'm like, ash, why, why? And then I was heading to the castle or whatever that was. And when I, when I got there, it wasn't a castle. It was just a, a, fa- a facade, you know, like they have in, this, in Universal Studios or, you know, it was just like one of those right. put on. Uh, it was like a movie set, right? And I was interested. It was like, you know, it, for me, it was like, what, what? And then I saw the other side. I'm like, oh, it's not even. It's just a facade, right? And then I came to Hollywood, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, is that what that was? What? So you think it had a connection? Totally. Wow. Because I remember, I'm like, why am I dreaming this? Well, you know, and I, and I was in Peru. I was, I had those all these illusions about. It was an illusion. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was telling me like that's an illusion. When you get to Hollywood, you'll see, you'll realize it's all fake. Yeah, yeah. And I it mean, still is fake. It's, it's still the fakest place it, in the world. <laughs> it's it's so fake, but it's amazing how much influence they have, right? On the world, yeah, on the world, because I was, I was, you know, I mean, I'm all the way in, in South America, but there's people in Russia, and there's people in China, and there's people in Tokyo, and you know what I'm saying, like India, like the guy was talking about, in, you know, the Indian guy, yeah, um, who came to or not Indian, Canadian, sorry, right, 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 um, but you know what I'm saying, like we have this um, programming in our heads. From TV and pop culture, music, right? I mean, and they do such a good job with the illusions, right? It's believable. It sounds believable. And that's the part that I think we gotta we gotta make sure we are very, very mindful of. Uh, you know, for those of us who are consumers of content, right? We have to be very, very mindful that a lot of the content we consume could be uh, fabricated right it, it is fabricated yeah it totally is like yeah. okay so we're let me switch to tiktok for a second okay um and now now that i'm looking at tiktok after two years of being in tiktok and then i go through the, some lives like you like yeah i came upon your life right right but i also i also browse through other people's lives 
and it's interesting to see the brands. I notice I'm noticing right. the brands, and I'm noticing right. what they're selling. Right, they're right. selling you. They're selling you something. Right, right, right. Everyone is. And so I'm like, interesting. They're selling you either a promise, or they're selling you. Uh, they're selling you literally something. You yeah. know, in their lives. Yeah. Or it's a thirst thirst traps. Is yeah. sell, they're selling you sex. Yeah. Um, they're selling you an illusion. I almost bought into a few people. Really that promising. They're promising the earth and the moon to me. Really? How? Yeah. How do they do that? They they had a way to do it. What? And I was I was about to head to Texas. Are you serious? <laughs> what made you stop? Texas is the worst place to go. Somebody, somebody, somebody warned me about him. Oh, yeah. Please don't do it. I mean, you know, I mean, I read the guidelines yesterday because I sensed uh, things were spiraling in a direction that were deep, you know, opposite of the brand I'm trying to represent on, on my platform. Right. But I made a commitment to myself that you know, I'm going to be on my best behavior on, on any social media platform because, again, I'm an artist. And at the end of the day, what I'm striving to do is just get more exposure as an artist. Right. Um, I don't I don't have the, the, the ability to go out here and do concerts. I, I'm not into doing that any longer. I, I'm fine just kind of letting the music go wherever it can. And if I can recover some of the money, fine. Right. So my thing was, let me go out here, get exposure about who I am. And, you know, I've been through MySpace. I've been through Instagram. I've been through Facebook, Twitter. I'm no fool, Snapchat. I'm no fool to what goes on after, right? And I just told myself, I'm not going to allow myself to participate in it, you know? So uh, I've met a lot of great people. And yes, to your point, have I been tempted and, you know, almost lured in. Yes, they're out there. But, you know, I just, I just remember the commitment I made to myself. And it's just like, hey, even if it is really what, it, even if it is really what they say it is, it's not for me. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'm a fool. <laughs> Everyone plays a fool sometime, right? That Everybody song? plays the fool. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes it's right. Not all the time, right? So, you know, for me, it's like the older I get, the more, the, the bigger the risk is, it seems. And so I know that at this point, there's just so much more to lose. And so that's true. Some, some choices, even though they look great, I'm like, nope, I got way more to lose. There you go. Yeah. So what are you selling? What am I selling? I think... Uh, you know, that's a tough question. Um, I'm being sarcastic. I, I'm, I'm totally being sarcastic. So. Um, no, but I have to think about that question. And I, I would say, you know, I'm not really selling music, right? But I do get paid when people stream my music, right? So my, my, my desire is, you know, to get my streaming exposure up and I'll be happy. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not selling t-shirts. I'm not selling hats. I, I, I've done it before. I don't want to do it again. I'm not, you know, because I respect those businesses, right? I think if you're a business and you're selling merchandise, you need to put 110% into selling merchandise, right? Don't, don't think because, you know, you got a lot of streams on a platform that you're going to be successful in competing with a company like Old Navy or The Gap. You know what I mean? That's true. I, I never thought about that. That's how I think because the market is very, very competitive, right? And I think especially now that we're, we're what, two years, three years into this pandemic, if you're talking about clothes, it's like, you know, most people are working remotely, right? Uh, or they're not going in the office that much. So the need to buy clothes isn't really what it used to be. They need to wear, they need to buy sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, people aren't taking care of, like, you know, grooming themselves like they used to. I mean, before it was like, oh, I got to look perfect. I got to look perfect. Now people are like, you know what? It's okay that you don't look perfect. Right? right. We understand. And, and so understanding 
you know, those bigger companies, they've had to adjust. They've had to lay people off, you know, uh, you know, figure out new ways of getting the business taken care of. Me, there's just no way I could do it. Uh-huh. Could you imagine if I was selling a lot of merchandise and then, you know, pandemic comes and now I got all this merchandise on me and not any customers? Uh, no way. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> but when I'm okay, so that that's one thing we're talking about, brand. But what I what I was gearing to, I was I was trying to be sarcastic because <clears throat> even though I I don't like sarcasm, right? Um, what I mean is, what are you selling in, as far as um, yourself? Like, what are you offering? What is your services? And yeah. uh, not talking about anything material. So by my my particular brand, which right. is this brand here, you guys see it. Um, I'm just, I'm just talking. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even. I don't even care for the streams. Uh, how many streams and is it fluctuating? Because it always fluctuates. It will fluctuate, and it'll be ten today. It'll be hundred tomorrow, and it'll be one again. And so I really don't. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, pay attention yeah. To the numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's good. And. And, and to a certain degree, like, I understand that and respect it, right? Because you're honest with yourself. And, if you know, when I'm doing my uh, TikTok lives, right, I don't, this is like my first time uh, actually really just being a little bit comfortable on social media. Most of the time, I didn't show who I am. You know, I just post little random things, and I think that's enough. But TikTok, it, you know, I'm building up my confidence. And I realized that, you know, a lot of people out here just need real honest feedback about uh, whatever it is that's going on up here. And I'm not a qualified therapist at all, but I'm a person that has, you know, some experience in life, a bit of a, a, a can-do attitude. And I tend to be on the side of optimism. Some, so, some, argue, some argue that he was... Um... Too much pride. Some some people argued in your life that you yeah. were too, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the reason they, to me, when they say that, I chuckle inside because, you know, I've been at a point before when it, I didn't have confidence. And it was a scary thing um, because, you know, you believe when people tell you you can't do certain things, you'll believe it, right? And when I'm built up enough experience it's not really confidence in my opinion it's experience right um and it could come across as confidence but which might have it might include it's you know in my experience i might have confidence in it but uh yeah i don't let what they say about me at that level discourage me because to me you got to believe in yourself in order to achieve anything you're trying to do mm-hmm. right if you don't believe it can be done Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to go somewhere, or what was that? No, I, like we have a. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but oh, can can we start over because I have only a minute left? Oh, okay, sure, yeah, okay, I see it, I see it, yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, let me what time record. is it? Let's shoot. Let me stop recording first. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. I'm back in the robin, I'm taking over your Hey, talking to me. I'm talking about paper. I need a, 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 uh yes <laughs> all right so episode two right i'm back mr and crossing is back mr crossing is back yes. and so is italo <laughs> yes yes we're both back yes. okay so we had a little a little break right so what are your thoughts about what we were talking just uh a second ago if people aren't that are listening they're gonna think that it just you know what i mean well you know what we were talking about is 
how my confidence sometimes can be uh, interpreted, right? And what I was basically getting at was, you know, it, a lot of people call themselves introverts, right? And I've called myself an introvert. And I think to a certain degree, <laughs> for, the, for the most part, the bulk part of my day, I'm spent in my own head thinking about things and I don't really want to socialize with people. Um, but I was basically saying that I've over the years learned how to leverage the uh, ambivert. Oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> so I, over the years, I've learned how to leverage um, just my experience from like doing doing shows, um, presenting. Uh, I've learned how to just leverage that to help emphasize uh, certain points that I'm trying to make, right? So uh, for the most part, I still try to be, you know, to myself and reserve. But when I need to make a point, I know what I can do to kind of make that point. And so I don't really think I'm very confident or arrogant, right? I think that's what they say, you know, sometimes you got to worry about your confidence sounding like arrogance, right? Um, my response is like, well, you know, I'm, not, it, I'm very, very far from arrogant. It's just, uh, it's just me doing what I can to kind of keep things exciting and interesting. I mean, if you were, if you are an introvert, I couldn't, I couldn't tell. Right. Um, and there's, there's actually a difference between being introverted, extroverted, and ambiverted, which is, I just typed that in. Yeah. Uh, ambiverted is in between. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> balanced, right? Yeah. I think I'm a balanced person, put it that way. I try to be balanced, right? There's moments where I got to be introvert. There's moments when I, I believe I got to be uh, an extrovert, right? Right. So, and I think once a person finds that balance, they are, in my opinion, free they get free and especially as an african-american right or a person of color right because right. we've we've been and i'm saying we as, as a latino man right even though i might pass right right, right. <laughs> um, you know i might pass i, I pass in the past <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny until until i open my mouth and i speak then i, I don't pass no more yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been, I've been oppressed, and you've been oppressed. Uh, okay. Our people have been oppressed. Right. And uh, it's time to say, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, maybe not. I'm here. I'm here to stay. We're yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Yeah. It's, it's time to say, say you're back. Yes. Yeah. And I, okay. So when I, when I do this um, podcast, um, I, I did, question myself i'm like is it me talking or is it my ultra ego because i always thought i was bipolar right 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 but i'm like you know what no that's my voice that's my voice and i i had trouble with my voice right i had, I had trouble like we were talking uh in episode one we were talking about um being confident on stage and being on an open mics and then i became um I became the uh, MC or the host, right? Right, right. All, all of that was to to make me confident, so make to to claim my voice because I didn't have a voice for a long time until right. I'm I'm now in my forties, almost fifty now. So it's been it's been a wild ride. It's it's very important, you know, to have your your voice and to be heard, right? Right, especially as a gay man. Yeah. Well, you know, is a gay man, but I, you know, too, you know, I'm saying on a human level, I think um, if people allow themselves to be silenced, uh, that does a lot of internal damage uh, to the mental. Right. So that's kind of why I mean, yes, you as a gay man, me as a black man, I think we have our we have our struggles. But I also know, like, even though I'm a black man, that doesn't mean I think and behave like most black men, right? So there's these other battles that I got going on personally within myself that I have to be a voice for as well. So just just knowing how to um, find your voice, uh, I think is a is a very cool thing that uh, if you learn how to do it early in life, things will be a lot easier going forward in terms of like 
how to talk to people and communicate, right? Because a lot of the communicate, a lot of the conflict that goes on in most people's world, to me, uh, if it's not like physical, it's mostly around communication. Yeah. You know, if you don't know how to communicate correctly, things go bad real fast. Right. And that's actually one aspect of, of your of your uh, show, or I, I don't know if I should call it a show. Um, oh, what do you call it? What do you call Mr. What do you call it? I call them shows, to be honest. Uh, I just think it's simpler to do that, you know. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're performances in my mind, right? Um, again, that energy that I bring when I do those uh, shows, when I'm going live on those platforms, so far, it's been only TikTok, uh, but it's energy. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of rehearsed, right? But I understand it doesn't apply. I can't I can't do that same kind of routine anywhere else, right? Mm. In my life, because people are going to be looking at me like, "Are you crazy? What are you talking to me like that for?" Right? So, so that's, let me let me ask you this. Actually, that's interesting. Yeah. So if, if Mr. Crossing was crossing the street. And I'd be like, hey, Mr. Crossing, um, would you be the same Mr. Crossing that I met on TikTok? Uh, maybe, maybe a little more dialed back. You know what I mean? Again, I'm assuming I'm crossing the street and, uh, you know, I don't want to draw a lot of attention to myself, right? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, like I said, one of the things that I do enjoy is my privacy in my personal life, right? So I don't want to, I mean, it's going to be hard sometimes to kind of like say there's a fine line between my privacy and me entertaining, right? But if you were to cross my path on the street and you recognize me and you were like Mr. Crossing, I might indulge in it a little bit, but I wouldn't be as theatrical as I, as I yeah. have been when I'm doing it on my platform. So there's, a, there's an element of entertainment or yeah. performance, right? Yes, totally, okay. totally. That's why I say it's, it's rehearsed, right? Um, these are... You know, when I, when, you know, one of the guys in there, he was saying something like, please don't tell them about how handsome you are, right? That's rehearsed, how I do that, that's rehearsed. Uh, I, and I think I picked it up from like a different combination of people I've watched on YouTube. Sounds like I got a little bit of Ric Flair in it, you know what I mean? Uh, different entertainers, and then, you know, I just cook it up on my end and add my little flavor to it. And, you know, I got something that, you know, if people see me and they know me uh, and they know what I've been doing. They, they know that line, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, who, who do you mention? Who do you say that you were inspired by? Uh, well, Ric Flair, you know, he's, he's a professor, that old school wrestler, right? He does a lot of that braggadocious, macho kind of stuff. Okay. He's a pro wrestler though, right? But... Okay. There's other personalities. Um, I can't think of their names off the top of my head, but I just, I think I grasp onto just things that are going on. I watch a lot of content on YouTube. Uh, and, if, and if you just see somebody on YouTube or, you know, world star, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Instagram, you can kind of emulate some of these, these, these personas in a way and say, oh, you know, I think it's cool when they do that. And then you practice it and make it your own. And that's how I get all of these, you know, exciting little things to throw in uh, to the show that I do, right? Yeah, because um, I tend to be a comedian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I have a sense of humor that, that doesn't really go well many times. <laughs> 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 or gets misinterpreted in the comments, as you know. Uh, but I have a sense of humor and I, everything I say is in good nature. I don't, yeah. I don't go at people with, uh, der der derogatory terms or right, right. call anybody the C world, the C word or the B word or the G word or the other word. Yeah. I don't either. I don't do that. That's I, not my style. I've used it in my music before, but again, I realize now as I've gotten older, like it's not, it's not helping me grow when I do that. So. Well, and it takes away from your performance. To be yeah. honest, I used I used to uh, throw a lot of uh, f f bombs here and there in my in my poetry yeah. or in my stories. And then I, when I deleted them or I edited that edited down, I probably added a couple a couple, you know, here and there because I really yeah. wanted to make a point. Right. Right. Um, and that that is the that's I mean 
Yeah, I, I do it on purpose. Like, I'm going to say motherfucker right here, and you're going to listen to this. And yeah. then you're going to be like, what did you just say? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. If I, know, if I notice you're not paying attention, I'll be like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it has its purpose. I mean, and I use profanity, you know, here and there. Yeah. Um, but for the sake of just entertaining people, especially like, you know, I went over those TikTok guidelines, and I'm still kind of combing through them. But there's a there's a section in there that talks about like minors and children, right? And it's it's kind of like, yeah, you should be mindful that there's kids on these platforms and that they're consuming this content, and that as adults we bear a responsibility for uh, trying to make it a, a place where if they are on it, even even if they shouldn't, you know, a lot of kids sneak on and they get on. We are mindful enough to understand, like, hey, if these kids are on here, we we have a duty to make sure we're not polluting the next generation with our, you know, with our selfishness, with right? our toxicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the term, toxic, right? Uh, and it's yeah. like, you know, I'm not expecting anyone to be perfect, but at least put some thought into, you know, how you might be coming across right. to, to, to people who don't have, you know, this is why I think they're kids. They don't have the experience that you have to know, to know how to process what you're doing, right? If you, if you use profanity to me, you know, I know where that belongs in my space, right? And I'm not going to take it personal, but for someone that's, you know, inexperienced, they might believe you. Right. They might truly believe everything that you say and you sent them, you know, down this war path about something that, you know. Because there was a, there was a anyway, I could talk about your show all the time, but <clears throat> there was a yeah, yeah, that's somebody somebody that was that was um trying to defend his religion. Uh I'm not gonna say which religion it was. Right, right, right. But he started calling people's names. Right whoever was not agreeing with them right and that shows you the immaturity of the person who was trying to def defend his honor right whatever or his god <laughs> and i'm like dude we're adults here you don't have to be calling our you know what i'm saying like it was very unprofessional <laughs> but and and hurt and hurtful and triggering like it was so triggering to me yeah. I'm like, damn, I don't want to join your cult. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what? And it's so weird because I've, you know, you run across those people. Uh, like, you know, I don't know how comfortable you've been on. You you, you do lives on your end with TikTok? Yeah. Um, I, I used to. But... So like when I first started, right, I felt like I was trying to, to fit in. You know, uh, you know, it's like, you know, people join your lot and they, they come in and they're like, what are you talking about? Uh, they're trolling you. You know what I mean? And you kind of don't know kind of what you need to do when you're online. Right. Because things get boring really, really fast, if you ask me. Um, and so, you know, what I sensed was when that particular person joined my live, they didn't realize that I was just you know, enjoying myself being live, right? I'm not, I'm not always trying to drive a point home, right? Sometimes I'm just there to chat. But when they approached me and they came in, he thought it was going to be an easy thing to, to bully me into believing what he was believing. And then he found out the hard way, right? Like, oh man, this guy, he's a lot more clever or savvy than I thought. Mm -hmm. I'm, in, I'm in over my head, right? And then the next mm -hmm. thing you know, he had to back out. I think that was the first time he backed out because he was just like, yeah, I don't know if I can wrap my mind around uh, what, what was being said to him. But, but basically, he was a younger kid. Yeah, He's a younger kid. He was very passionate about his religion. And if you are a person that has been through that phase in your life before, you know exactly where he's at and how to deal with it. Yeah, because I've been there too, you know. Yeah, we, um, <laughs> And, and I think we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so I I love it to see that passion because it's like, wow, is that how I look to a lot of people that were older than me, like a fool? Yep. Right. But I came out of it, and you know, so it'll be interesting. Because, and I think he sensed that. He sensed that. I mean, you you probably had him thinking. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, if anything, 
And that's yeah, the I didn't thing. thinking like, what did I just do? Yeah. Did I get my point across? Right. That's the point. I mean, when he came in and whenever he does join, cause he joined again later on, that's the, that's the message I'm leaving with him. Right. It's like, yeah. are you really accomplishing the goal you think you are accomplishing? Um, and I just think it's typical of anybody that's has the spirit to be a leader. Right. I mean, you're, every one of us is a leader in a way. And I think as you, if you've gone through exercises of trying to lead people and guide people, you learn that, you know, believing in yourself is one and then getting everybody to believe in you is another thing. Right. And, and, And it's easy to move the people that believe you, but when you have to leave your comfort zone and get those who don't believe you to follow you, that's to me the true test of your leadership. Right. Yeah, and, and this is also uh, to say that I, I, some of the views that you had, I didn't agree with. That's fine. right. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's my the maturity in, in both of us yeah. or other people that are, even Miss Kate today surprised me. I was like, how? Damn. Okay. <laughs> you know, well, she will probably listen to this, and I, I just want to say that I, I was mistaken oh. before, and so I, I again, I misjudged her because uh, she said something about whatever, and then I'm like, well, you don't take it personal, blah blah blah. In 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 all honesty, I think she's going through her own journey as well, and doesn't matter her age. Right. Somebody was saying, "How old are you?" It's like, no. Don't do that. Right. right. Don't do that because that's also triggering. Like, hey, I'm 20 something and I'm still intelligent. I'm still smart. And yeah. And that's yeah. the thing, right? And and that's kind of why I got back on track because you know, I, I gotta be aware, like ultimately, most of the people that I'm talking to on my platform, especially like Miss King, um, great person, great people. So there's yeah. no there's no need to allow something like a difference of opinion to stop the great work that I think we've all been doing. Like I was saying earlier, right? I said, you know, when I went into, uh, what was his name, Jerry's, Dance Jerry, uh, one of his rooms one time, and he, he asked something along the lines of like, what is something that you uh, don't get a lot of credit for doing that you would like to? And, and I could have talked about thousands and thousands of things, right? Because I always think I deserve credit for a lot of things. But I wanted to, you know, because we're talking about Mr. Crossing, I wanted to give him something to run with. And I said, you know, what has Mr. Crossing done? You know, I've only been going hard on TikTok for about three weeks. What have I accomplished in such a, that small, that small amount of time, right? It wasn't my music, you know? You know, that success is just whatever it is, right? That's kind of secondary right now. Uh, but I would say meeting a lot of incredible people from all over the globe yeah. has just been hands down one of the most amazing experiences that I've ever had in my entire life. And, and then seeing how these other connections are spawning off of, you know, me learning about other people, creating that space, like you and me are now doing a podcast. You know who Miss K is. You know who Jerry is. Uh, they know who you are. We got Poker Dad out there. I mean, and these are just all people um, that really come across to me as like genuine people. And don't forget Tina. Tina. Oh my God. Don't make me. Don't. Tina and Miss G, Lee, you know, all of them are like, you know, outstanding citizens, women of the world, men of the world different backgrounds, different ideologies, and you all, we all pretty much get along. We get along, right? Right. And like you said earlier, you don't always agree with me. I don't always agree with you, but that's not the platform. That's not what I'm doing on TikTok, right? I'm not there to say, I am I am ruler, Mr. Crossing. Everyone must listen to me. That's not what I want to do. Right. I, you know, it's like we're all in a pandemic, right? I don't know when this thing is going to end. Uh, uh, and it's time to just talk, you know, and we got to get over these fears that we have of speaking to people who don't look like that. And we're afraid of talking, you know, like <laughs> I'm afraid of saying so many things on social media now because I'm like, okay, don't, don't think that I'm anti 
anti-Democrats uh, demo, demo, or or anti-Trump or any, anti-anything or anti-church or anti-whatever, right? Whatever it is, because I'm like, well, I have my opinion about everything, about the, the, the freaking COVID-19. I have a, an opinion about, you know, Dr. Fauci or whatever yeah. his fucking name is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I have an opinion and it doesn't matter how I vote or if I vote at all, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> or if I pray or don't pray or, <laughs> yeah. or what's that, what kind of, what, what positioning do I have in bed? It doesn't matter. It, it seriously doesn't, you know? I mean, and this is what I, and this is why these conversations are needed, right? But, but I do believe that they need to ha happen in a way that's kind of facilitated in a way so that things don't get uh, too far carried away where you're name calling, insulting people, using slurs. And see, when it turns into that, I, I'm out of it. I don't want nothing to do with it. But, you know, if it's a safe space where I can ask meaningful questions from real people, then by all means, I'm down for that, you know? Right. And there's a lot of people like there was, a, you know, the, the other lady that was having uh, mental, mental yeah. issues, right? Like everybody's having mental it's issues. Right. But, um, they want to talk or they want to share something and they just yeah. want to have, have an ear. And, and you know what? Um, and I don't mind, right? If I'm in a space where I can hear them out, right? Um, I'm going to do my best to just hear them out. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I have solutions to everyone's problem. That's not what it is. But I do understand that there's power in just allowing someone to talk and being a good listener. That's, you know, a lot of people just need that. They just want to feel heard. They want to feel validated. They want to feel like they're not out there by themselves, you know? Um, and so that's, that's kind of what I get out of it again. And, you know, they, 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 some of them come back, right? They talk to you. They're like, you know what? That conversation made, you know, it made me feel good to have that conversation. I'm going to follow him. Mm -hmm. Or he changed, he changed my mind about this topic. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how I met a lot of the people I have described earlier. All these people that I've met and talked to, and I mean, let's just take an example. Uh, when there was a, a point where, you know, me and someone else were very disagreeable, right, uh, and it created kind of a rift, right. Mm -hmm. uh, what I even had to go back and think about was the love and support that came in on both sides of that was like, hey you you both need to reframe or readjust what's going on because it's bigger than you two you know what what's going on is bigger than both of us right this thing is taking on a mind of its own if you ask me right people don't people don't want to see you know us at this stage dividing ourselves from, you know up over things that are trivial right so it was powerful for me to see that kind of love coming from the tiktok community yeah you know because you know tiktok gets a you know social media in general gets a very very bad reputation you know well it's not it's like i was saying i don't know if i said it or, or typed it in somewhere uh it's not it's not social media is is about the people that are in social media so yeah. it's how you use social media not not how social media uses you right um so you, it's, you have to think about it like this is a tool yeah a platform yeah you're right and and it basically reveals i think what what you are as a person right if you're a bad person that'll be very clear to see on your social media account if you're a good person it'll be very clear if if you're into weird things we'll see it on social media right because those things they're going to come across as the authentic version of you so uh you know that's one thing that I'm learning as well while I'm on here, right? So uh, it might seem like, wow, he's he's able to to be very smooth about moving through these conversations and not getting you know too wrapped up in it. And it's like, yeah, I've been through it before. I've already learned. I've learned um, already how to not put my foot in my mouth. You know, I still might. I still might. But I've been through enough in life to learn. Like, yeah. You don't got to get wrapped up into everything. Well, last Friday was interesting. Yeah. 
because yeah. um you know uh is that when i laid down the hammer of thor yes yeah. no uh, was it what do you mean i don't know <laughs> well you know i was i, I got serious um before yeah. that before that you were asking people's uh feedback oh oh the apology tour right that was interesting to me yeah powerful oh. but it, i don't know i i just see it so, in so many ways because i was about to unfollow you dude i <laughs> i swear to god really yes i was because <laughs> i was very upset about wednesday yeah see because <laughs> and that was the thing i was upset right i was like you know and again having that moment to reflect on my brand and i'm like what the heck and then right after i apologized i got into it again right it's like <laughs> yeah it was like okay if this isn't the ultimate test, I don't know what it is, right? But we it got is, it. Is a, it is testing sometimes because I was, I was listening to you going, yeah. The, the I remember the, the, the hammer, <laughs> hammer of Thor moment. I was, yeah. But I was listening to you. I was like, you know what? He's right. That's yeah. his platform. Let him talk. Yeah. Hey, he already laid the rules down. He already told you what you got. You're gonna say and what you're not gonna do. Yeah. And yeah. you're still doing it. No. Somebody has to, I mean, and then it was like, okay, but maybe I need to go deeper. And then that's when I looked at the TikTok guidelines, right? You know, and I think I need to do a video about it, right? But it's like, hey, are you aware that this is how you should be acting on social media, on TikTok at least? If not, now you know, because when you're jumping in and, you know, and I said, uh, I said to the uh, person I was talking to, I think I said, you know, it made me realize that we all had roles, right? Me as the host, you get those boxes on the side, those are guests. Then there's people who could be leaving comments, but they are also administrators. And it's like, those roles exist for very, very good reason, folks. Yeah. Because if you don't take those roles, you know, serious, things get out of hand very, very quickly, you know? But- yeah. And I also, the reason I did the apology tour and solicited feedback is because, you know, just on a business standpoint, right? It's like, what kind of business operates that doesn't take feedback? You know, any, any successful business has to be, has to have a feedback loop, right? So that's why I knew I needed to go back. Cause I was like, at first I was like, am I the only one that's, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I just wanted to let you know. Yeah, I got it. I got it. You know, it's so weird. I'm enjoying the conversation, though. You know. Well, I mean, we can do a part three. Oh, not three. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think you got. So these these are what. This is what part one, part two. I mean, we could do a part three later on, but you know. Yeah, we got to take a break. We got to take a break and build up some new, uh, some new memories and some new energy. You know, when yeah. we sit down at the table of truth again. Okay. Yeah. And, and deliberate some of the stuff that we've been going through. Uh, on your end, you know, how, how has it been just experiencing the growth on your side? Uh, as far as... Um, you keep going 5%, 10%. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've seen, you're seeing, uh, I would say, the evolution or the growth. Maybe I, see the, I see the improvements every yeah. day, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. How is yeah. that on your end, though? On my end, as far as my podcast or as far as my just watching this whole, just watching all. Of oh, this. yeah, it's, it's, it's very entertaining. <laughs> Especially when they break the rules. Yeah, oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, or when, when, when you uh, charm somebody. Yeah. And they get they get uh, flabbergasted and they have no words to tell to tell you because you're so handsome and they're like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 It's usually, it's usually. See the people who, the people who've been with me so far, they're used to it, and they're like, "Oh God!" And when it's someone brand new walking into it, it's always like, the "Yeah, most it's like experience, right?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't go in the light. Don't go in the light. <laughs> you're like, no, I got to. I got to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> got it. Well, all right, we're gonna wrap it up though. All right, um, all right, Italo. Do we? I'm I'm gonna have the my song, which is 
That's song. Fine. Yeah, the song is called uh, because we have your song at the beginning, and I'm gonna end with my song. It's called uh, "You Didn't See This Coming." Okay, is the name Ooh. of it. Ooh, good way to talk about this. Yeah, a lot of people probably didn't see this coming. Yeah, I didn't see this coming either. So no, no you see, and that's what I mean. One of the most beautiful things about being on the platform is, like I said, things like this happening. How long have you been doing your podcast, though? For about, I, uh, on and off, uh, 10 years or more. Years. Oh, wow. Okay. It's Block Talk Radio Days, which is, I don't even know if they still do it. <laughs> I heard about Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, that's what I, that's where I started. Blog oh, are you, do you use like, what is that new one? Anchor? Have you heard of them? Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Anchor. Okay and YouTube and and Zoom and yeah. Nice, nice, nice. All that's right. why that's why I'm I, I rather anyways we can talk another minute, but <laughs> we can wrap we'll just go until the timer goes off. Okay. Give me a second though. Okay. You didn't see this coming guys. We are go for liftoff in T minus thirty. Oh